number three. Hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. The You know, the argument that's going on, and I see a lot of this over on the live stream, this is exactly, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. There's a lot of arguing back and forth about Jordan Love. It's, and it's, it's, there are the pros that say, give him time. He's going to be the guy. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers? No, but he's going to be better than serviceable. He's going to be above average quarterback. He's got this. And then there's the other side saying he can't throw deep. He can't do this. He's got you to point out all the flaws, and he's not this. Okay? This is exactly, exactly what it's supposed to be. And I know you're scratching your head going, what the hell are you talking about? Because I think the biggest thing that we have discovered is that we still don't know. Some believe, yeah. I, I think part of it's guided by hope, much like our emailer said earlier, uh, and our emailer was Mason and Cudahy. Some of it's guided by hope, so you're looking at the positive, going, okay, here's all my hope. Here's the positive. Others are saying, there's too much negative here. You know, and you've grown accustomed to seeing a lot more positive than negative and not as much negative. And so you're going, no, 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 this isn't negative. So I think that is you're both correct because you just don't know, which is why you hope so much, like Eric Branchek said, that it continues to move in a direction where you see growth, continuous growth. That's what you're looking for. And then maybe over the next couple of weeks, we'll know. You'll get a better idea. You'll get a better sense. You know? And I I don't think either side is wrong. But I think what that all proves is that there's still a lot of gray area and a lot of boxes that are still left unchecked. And that's okay. It's not great. It's not ideal. But it's okay. Because I think that's where we're at. Do you feel that way, Grant? That there's still, we, we don't know. You said earlier on in the show, Bill, and I wrote it down, and I'm going to use it on my show tonight. You said, he can't play his whole season at once. So stop treating every individual week like it has to be this grand decision or conclusion about the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Every single yep. one of these games is a puzzle piece, and at the end of the year, we'll probably all be able to stand back and say, oh, okay, we know what he is. But he can't play his whole season at once. Like, every single one of these individual games can't be his whole season, his whole make-or-break resume. I, I, I thought right. you killed it when you said that earlier. And and you can't, you know, because I know there's people that want to see everything out of him right now, and you just you can't do it. You just want to see the growth. Week in and week out, you just want to see the growth. I'll, I'll say this. He looks a lot better as his young wide receivers are looking better and figuring it out. Yes. That's a great sign the last couple weeks. Yep, 100% agree. So take that into consideration. Now, uh, Matt LaFleur after the game yesterday – I thought said some things, and I know people, you know, say, oh, it's a snoozer. But there was some stuff in there that was rather poignant, and I thought it was rather interesting. You know, talking about the shuffling of the line play, well, obviously saying that the injury to Aaron Jones is not, you know, long-term, I I think is is tremendous news. We're waiting for word today to make sure that that MRI is okay. But all of that kind of stuff, all of that kind of stuff. So I want you to take a listen to Matt LaFleur from yesterday after the game and take a listen to some of the things that he discusses in regards to the, with the win yesterday and some of the things that he saw positively. Here he is. You know, it was huge at the end of the game. Our defense, uh, I would say, bailed 
me out for the conservative calls at the end of the game. And, um, but just really proud of our group just in terms of, I feel like they are growing. They continue to battle. Uh, I feel like we're getting better. And uh, we had a lot of guys step up, and, and that was critical today um, in terms of just the number of injuries that we've had. And um, just guys, like it, you look in the back end, you got uh, Carrington Ballantyne, Corey Ballantyne, uh, Jonathan Owens, and Anthony Johnson. And then um, the young wideouts all made, made plays today. Uh, that, was, that was critical. Tucker Craft. But I really think the story of the game was we, we talked about winning the ball all week. Um, and we finally, we finally came out on the right side of that. And I think that was, that was the difference in the game. Our red zone defense was really good today. Uh, certainly wanted to keep them out at the, in the fourth quarter when they took the lead. But I thought all in all, that you got to give the Chargers a ton of credit. That's a really good football team. Obviously, I think Justin Herbert, he's one of the best in the game. Um, but I thought our guys, they, they battled, they competed. Really proud of Jordan to just the poise that he showed, the leadership he showed. He made some big-time plays. And, um, you know, we'll enjoy it tonight. But it's a very, very quick turnaround. Obviously, got a, one of the best teams in the NFL going into their building on Thanksgiving. And that's a special opportunity to be able to play on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and so, uh, but I'm just really happy with our, with our guys and, and the effort that they've they put forth, you know, through all the adversity. You're down two running backs, so they know you're going to throw. And you've had a lot of cracks in these game-winning drives this season. What does it tell you about Jordan that in that situation he's able to come through and, and, and lead that, that touchdown drive there? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was huge. He showed great poise. I think he showed that all, all game long. Um, and to see guys make some big-time plays. I mean, the play by Wicks was huge, obviously. I mean, I don't know how many yards that was. Uh, but it was, it was a big-time play that put us in scoring position, and then we went no huddle. And uh, I thought there was a little bit of pressure on Jordan in that situation. They were obviously confused defensively, and, and got to give Rome a ton of credit. I, we, we preached aggressive hands, and he went up. And there was, there was definitely a mentality, and you could see it right there. I mean, he went and snatched that ball. Any, any word on Aaron Jones? No word on him in terms of I, I don't think it's long-term. Certainly, I think it, it really looked bad. I was really concerned. I was just seeing it live. I didn't see a replay or anything. Um, but seeing it live, it did not look good. But, you know, he's in good spirits in there, and, and so hopefully it's just a short-term deal. Chargers were second in the league in red zone touchdown percentage before today. Just what was the key to be able to force them either force a fumble or force them to sell for short field goals and field those trips? Yeah, um, to be honest with you, I'm going to have to go back and look at it. Uh, but just our guys, you know, they fought, they battled, um, and came up with some big time plays. The, that fumble recovery down there in the, in the red area was absolutely critical just to keep points off the board, to give us an opportunity to, to go down. Um, would have liked to have iced the game right there, didn't do it, but I thought our defense came back and, you know, they, they competed. Obviously, the, uh, I think the next drive, I want to say the Chargers took the lead, but then our offense was able to answer. Jordan said the 
the touchdown to Watson was a play that you kind of just drew up on the sideline. Like, any truth to that, or how, how did that play come about? Yeah, it was, and I, I got to give John Dunn all the credit in the world on that. Uh, that was There was a play earlier in that drive, and we, we kind of – you always look at the pitchers, and we saw something there. Uh, he suggested a play, and then we just – we called it and hit the coverage, and those guys – went out there and executed it. It was a great job by Christian, just hauling ass across the field, and Jordan made a good throw. But um, certainly the credit goes to John Dunn in that situation. Jordan talked about how he's felt this offense has been growing. What's it mean to have the winning result to go along with the growing when you guys are moving the ball up? Yeah, I mean, obviously it feels really good. Um, you know, it, you can move the ball, and if you come out on the wrong side, it, it's for nothing. Um, this is a team game, and um, we still got to do a better job. I thought we, we left, left a few opportunities out there where we should be coming away with points. Um, but I, I do think yeah, I think we can all see the improvement, and we got a great test in front of us. This is a really good defense we're about to play in Detroit. Uh, but I am happy with the progress. Our guys just got to continue to battle, and uh, certainly it's going to be Potentially a little bit more difficult if you don't have a guy like Aaron Jones in the lineup. Um, and then we've had, I thought Emmanuel Wilson was doing some good things out there as well. And I don't think it looks good for him as well either. So um, we're going to be a little bit uh, short at the running back position, but that's something that we'll, we'll, we'll figure out. You were adamant last week. I think it was the last thing you said in your opening statement <coughs> was if you keep at this, you're, you're convinced, you're confident that it's, it's going to work out. What was the difference today? Because you did have a lot, you've had a lot of cracks in that team. What was the difference in, in being on the right side today? I think just guys made plays. I mean, that was evident in the last offensive, uh, or the second to last offensive series. And then defensively to hold them there on the fourth down. Uh, Kenny Clark getting his, his big paw up and, and knocking that ball away. But I thought we our guys challenged them. And, you know, it's i got to give Joe a ton of credit. He was playing some single safety there, which I don't think a lot of people would. But, you know, that's just the, t the style of quarterback you're going against. You're going against a guy that if you have a lot of softness in your coverage, he's going to make you pay. And um, certainly he, he had his fair share of plays today, but he is a remarkable player. I think we all saw that and witnessed that. That's the first time I've had live exposure to him and obviously see a lot of his tape and admire what they do offensively. I think Kellen Moore does a great job. Um, but Justin Herbert, I mean, he's, he is the future, of one of the future stars of this league. Into your decision along the offensive line with the rotations, and unless I missed something, why just the one series for uh, Sean Ryan? Yeah, something that we went into the game with, that we were going to rotate some guys and um, – just to, to shake it up a little bit, bring a little bit more competition to it. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll look into that each and every week and make adjustments accordingly. Uh, Jaden was a pretty big part of your game plan today. Obviously, you know about rookie receivers having to go through it last year as well. What's allowed him to really stand out from the get-go to have such a future role? He's such a competitor. Uh, and he, he, was, he was a little banged up as well. Um, just nothing serious, but... Um, you know, battling through, just he took a nice hit, and um, but he he is he is a dog. He's a war daddy, and 
Um, he, he goes out there and he's such a competitor and got a lot of confidence in him. He continues to make big-time plays, and we're going to keep on featuring all those guys. I, I think that group as a whole, I think, first of all, i got to give a lot of credit to, to Rabel. He does a really good job with those guys of holding them to a high standard, and I think they're – those guys compete with one another now, and they do a great job. I think uh, guys like Malik stepping in there, he had a huge chip on that. I don't know if you guys saw that on that third down on, on Mac and, and put him right on his butt uh, on, on, the, on the play that got called for the pass interference that allowed us to continue that drive. But um, all those guys, they all battle, they all compete, and I know the balls are, are tough to come by in terms of when you have – you know, five plus guys that you, you feel like it can go to anybody, um, and they show up with a great attitude and they cheer for one another, and that that's always fun to see as well. You mentioned the concern, the concern with play calling at the end. When you look back at it, would you have liked to maybe put the yeah, that, that was on me. That first of all, I shouldn't put our quarterback in that situation. So, um, call the play. I said, if we don't get the look, call timeout. I almost popped the timeout. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't put him in that situation. That that's on me. I, I don't I'm not proud of that. Certainly um quite frankly I'm embarrassed by it. Uh just the the conservativeness of that. Just wanted to take a look. If we had the play then we were gonna run it. Um and we didn't we didn't get the look. So I just gotta be better in that situation and, and pop the timeout. Uh it's just I think that's too much to put on his plate at this point in time where uh, it, it wasn't even something in the game plan and I just, it was a bad deal. Yeah, Ken Clarks, he, he is, he's one of our leaders, no question about it. And uh, another guy that continues to battle, and he certainly leads that defensive line room, and he's a big leader on this, not only on the defense, but for this football team. Not always the most outspoken, but certainly he does it with his play and, and his actions and how he prepares on a weekly basis, and uh, we're, we're fortunate to have a guy like that in our locker room. Matt, what's the, what's the key in the next 72 hours to, to take your best shot at Detroit? Yeah, I think it's these guys got got to recover. Um, so if you have any uh, great methods on that, you know, let me know. As of one, two out of your last three now, and I think that there was a feeling of a lot of growth offensively coming out of Pittsburgh. When you look at these past few weeks, do you feel like you're, you've turned a corner offensively? Is it still too early to say that? Or where do you think you guys I don't think you ever say that in this league because you're only as good as your last game. And as soon as you start feeling good about yourself, you get you usually get knocked off. So... I think it's something that you got to hit the reset button, win, lose, or draw, and go back to the drawing board and prepare the right way. Because um, this this league has a way of humbling you, and every week is a like I've said a million times is is a new challenge, and a, but also a new opportunity. And we've got a great task in front of us, a team that's really gotten after us the last I don't know how many times we played them, four times or whatever it is. Um, got a lot of respect for Dan and what he's been able to establish here, the culture, and they got they got they got a good thing going right now. So it's going to be we're going to need our best effort, no doubt about it, to go into their building and, and come out on top. Going back, a little bit on Ryan's question though, 
you may, and I know you have a quick turnaround, you got to worry about the Lions. But you made it very clear there are no moral victories. So it, even though you had good moments last week, it was all about the fact that you still freaking lost. So when you're able to win, what does this allow you to do as a coach, as a building block for this young team that you talked about growth all the time, but now you got the result. So doesn't that mean a hell of a lot more? Yeah, I think so. I think it, it just, you know, um, it helps these guys believe, you know, that they can, they can find a way to do it. And um, so that's always, that's always rewarding. Certainly it makes the week especially on a short week when it, it is a tight turnaround. It, it can be a, not the, the most fun experience all, all the time because these guys got to try to get their bodies back. And it's, it's, a, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a mental week. There's not going to be a lot of reps. Uh, you just got to be mentally prepared and you got to physically get your body back to go, to go out and play and um, go against a very physical football team. And we know their play style well. Um, and then, like I said earlier, it's a team that's handled us, quite frankly, the last few times we've played them. But I do think it, it gives our guys just a little boost going into that week. Um, Does it give you buy-in a little more, too? Like when you get, not that you they're buy-in, but. I think these guys are, are bought in. I think they, they, they can, and I, I see it in their actions and, and how they go out and compete. Um, I don't know about you guys, but certainly I, I feel like, I mean, they're giving us everything they have. And it's just, this league is tough. Uh, a lot of these games go down to one possession and, you know, it's a few plays here or there that determine the outcome of who wins and who loses. And um, so I, I don't think there's ever a lack of effort. I think these guys, you know, they got a lot to prove. I think each individual, um, you know, what, no matter what phase you're, you're talking about, offense, defense, special teams. And uh, so they're going to continue to fight and, and, and try to prove themselves. There you go. Matt LaFleur talking to the media yesterday. Some interesting stuff because early on he said, hey, look, um, you know, first and foremost, uh, the defense bailed him out for some of the conservative play calling that he had yesterday. He also talked about the injuries. And he talked about the concentration going back to what Romeo Dobbs and company were doing was winning the ball. He talked about winning the ball and the receivers going up and winning the ball. And that yeah, was clearly evident yesterday. We saw with Dontavian Wicks, and Dontavian Wicks then rips off, after a quick pitch and catch, rips off a 35-yard run. And he, you know, he, he, he went ap after the ball. And he also uh, talks uh, about the red zone D at the end of the game. And uh, while they did give up the one drive for, uh, to allow the Chargers to get back and take the lead, the next two drives, they stymied. Uh, it was nine plays, negative four yards in those next two drives. And he said, you know, hey, look, the defensive side of things. And he was quick to point out um, that, you know, hey, it was the defense that bailed us out. So, anyway, that being said, uh, that was Matt LaFleur yesterday. A few interesting things. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press-Gazette, he's going to join us uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. So, we're going to come back, talk a little, you and I, and uh, what did you take away from yesterday, and then we'll get in with Pete Doherty. Don't forget, coming up the next hour, we got Mike Clemens as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show all coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11 Hey, reminder, coming up uh, on December 8th and the 9th, it is an Okachi Christmas. And it's going to take place at Smoke on the Water in that big, beautiful hall that they built downstairs. And they're going to have kind of a combination of, you know, traditional Christmas music and rock concert. And you get some beverages, you get food, all for one low price. It's sure to sell out both nights. So you can pick your night, Friday night, uh, December 8th, which we're going to be there. I'm going to be doing some MC work on the stage. Saturday night, December 9th uh, is going to be a big night there as well. And all the proceeds go to Fisher House, Wisconsin, helping veterans, military members, and their families. So there's just a lot of reasons to go. But that's Smoke on the Water, Okachi Lake. And if you want to find them, Smoke on the Water, BBQ Okachi. Smoke on the Water, BBQ Okachi. And that is on Facebook. You can find it or just give them a call. Smoke on the Water, Okachi Lake. And they're going to put on a Christmas concert slash rock concert, and the proceeds go to Fisher House, Wisconsin. Can't say thanks enough because Joe and Ellen Hennis do so much, so much for the Fisher House. Love them, uh, without a doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Michael says, how long is Aaron Jones going to be out for? Nobody knows yet. Nobody knows yet. I have not seen anything. Grant, you haven't seen anything cross Twitter or anything, have you, from any of the reporters uh, up in Green Bay? No, but I bet we'll learn as much as we possibly can when Mike Clemens joins us in about 45 yeah. minutes. He'll probably have the very latest, even if we don't know for sure. Right. Yeah, Mike will be here, by the way, for those that don't know. Mike will be here about 45 minutes from now, so uh, stay tuned for that. And what did you take away yesterday from the contest that the Green Bay Packers ultimately won? What did you take away? Uh, this is from Eric. Said it was a win at best. That's about all I can say. Did you see Rasul Douglas yesterday? Wish we still had him. Yeah, he ended up having a big pick for the Buffalo Bills yesterday. Right place, right time against uh, Wilson. So, yeah. Um, Speaking, can I say one ahead. thing about Rasul Douglas? Yeah, go ahead. Because Mike Clemens is on with me Friday night, and we just chatted for 10 or 12 minutes. We didn't hear any audio or anything like that. And, you know, he made a couple comments, and maybe he'll tell us more about this coming up. He's like, Grant, they don't really miss Rasul Douglas in the locker room. Like, they're vocal. The energy's been fine. They yeah. were sad when he left, but I think other people have stepped up. Now, his play on the field is missed. Uh, that's totally 100%. But I think this locker room has taken that loss in stride, and other guys have stepped up. So just something to think about. Yep. Rasul with uh, good hands in Buffalo. A couple. 
And uh, but uh, you know, again, I, I saw Valentine yesterday making some plays and having some swagger. And uh, Corey Valentine is another guy that's trying to come on. But a lot of the young guys are getting looks. And I, uh, you know, it sucks that they got rid of the guy. But if you, I, I guess, if you get something for him, I, you know, I mean, it's kind of the concession that hey, we got some picks. Maybe we got some young guys that can, you know, kind of learn from this. Maybe it'll continue to grow together. You know, I, I understand it. I don't like it, but I understand it. Dennis says, a nice win. I'm happy for loving the young receiving group who had one of their best games of the season. Even LaFleur had probably his best day in creative play calling. Many on the defense also stepped up and played well. He talks about a lot of different things uh, and then goes on to say that uh, this is going to be a very different scenario coming in the next two weeks as they're going to take on two very tough teams that are playoff bound. And these teams will show them what a playoff-bound team should be versus just getting excited over a win over a bad team. And that is from Dennis. Dennis, appreciate the email. Um, let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. I know we went a little bit long with the, uh, um, with the press conference from Matt LaFleur. However, when we come back, oh, we're going to talk with Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, and we'll touch base with him and find out what he thought, what he took away from yesterday's contest stay right where you're at last uh, night i know they had everybody down at the nice ash cigar bar 323 west main street downtown waukesha watching the packers game but over the weekend they had some really good music too and coming up this weekend uh not thursday not on thanksgiving but friday saturday sunday or friday and saturday they do so if you're looking for a place to go something to do 323 west main street downtown waukesha that's the nice ash cigar bar the nice ash.com that's the nice ash.com this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Bill Michael Show. Hey, reminding you that uh, our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All, if, uh, you know, things have taken a beating, whether it's the weather from the outside, you're putting your boat away, you need a new travel cover, Bimini Top, maybe some of the upholstery needs to be redone. That's our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. Or maybe you're a business owner and you got the, uh, you know, awning out front, looking a little weathered and worn, or you want to put one out front. Or maybe you've got uh, the awning over your patio, say the wind sail over your patio. He can do it all. Boat covers, awnings, gym equipment, office furniture, so much more. That's Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All. Call him, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. That's Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Joining us now on the hotline, uh, Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press-Gazette, is here. Pete, how you doing today? Pretty good, Bill. How are you? Doing good. Um, so the question I've asked everybody today, and it's a, a very mixed bag, what was your takeaway from yesterday's game? Uh, the biggest was that the, the rookie and second-year receivers are starting to figure it out. You know, they're, they're where they're supposed to be more often. Um, you know, they're making the plays now that they weren't making six weeks ago that they were just missing or there were miscommunications. Um, a lot of that stuff is starting to go away, and I think we're seeing they've got some talent there. There's still a long ways to go, but that was the the biggest one. I mean, there was a couple, you know, all those drops by the Chargers. I mean, that was arguably probably 15 points they lost uh, with, you know, two drop mm-hmm. touchdowns and 
and Johnson. That last one, that probably would have been a touchdown too. But uh, that was the big one to me is the, excuse me, the young uh, skill guys are, uh, you know, they're starting to show. So let's start with Jordan Love. And it was a step in the right direction. It was a little bit something to build on to me after the uh, Steelers game. Uh, I think still some of the obvious flaws are still there, but I think that things, like you said, were getting better, and maybe they're growing together in that sense. Uh, I saw him make a couple of throws yesterday with authority. I saw him loft a couple of balls that didn't need to be, but I think overall he has gotten better. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, the last three or four games, I think each one has been a, a touch better than the previous one. You know, I don't. that's not going to continue. I mean, you know, no, nobody – is literally better week after week. Um, but I, I would say for the last three or four, he's been better than the, the game before. The uh, the running situation, now we don't we haven't heard anything today, have we, as of uh, yet, regarding Aaron Jones, correct? No, we haven't. Um, I've heard they're signing Patrick Taylor off the Patriots practice squad. Um, I thought I saw online that they're adding Robinson back to their practice squad. Uh, Taylor would be out of the 53 if that's uh, if, that, if that happens, but I, mm-hmm. it sounds like that's a real possibility. So, so we know Aaron Jones is done. Uh, Wilson, uh, that looked rather significant when it came to the shoulder issue. Only thing you have right now is AJ Dillon, and for what they had yesterday, and knowing that they had to basically throw the ball, I, I thought overall it was a pretty solid performance. What thought? What I thought was interesting, and I mentioned this earlier to Eric, was the fact that you know uh, Matt Lafleur says. Uh, that we were trying to rotate offensive linemen to create competition. And you saw different guys at different positions. Rasheed Walker was in and out. You saw Yash Nyman in and out, John Runyon in and out, Sean Ryan in and out. Give me your thoughts on doing this during, you know, games now. You know, I asked Stanovich that last week, and he said this late in the season, he had no qualms doing that, that guys have all worked together enough where that's not that big an issue. So, um, I guess we, you know, should have seen it coming. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was talking with Eric today because, you know, we do our film review column. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we've concluded is, you know, they need to give Sean Ryan, play him for a half, see how that goes. Um, he's more talented than Runyon. He's, um, these short stints that he's gone, done, they, they, they keep scoring touchdowns on those drives. I mean, you don't want to say it's because of him, but – um, he's doing okay. He's doing fine. He looks pretty good. So it gets tougher. The more snaps you play, more chances for mistakes. But, um, you know, I, they, they think they need to give this guy a longer look. I got the sense from with, with the Nyman-Walker thing that Nyman is somewhat injury-related, that he can't play, you know, a full 60 snaps. But they started, you know, he started at Pittsburgh. They started Walker in this one. So, um, you know, maybe they think Walker's just playing better than him right now. They they tried to light a fire under Josh Nyman earlier this year. He kind of got bounced around a little bit. Uh, you know, do you think he's like you? You said it might be more injury related. Do you think he's back to into the good graces, so to speak? I don't know. You know, he had a, he gave up a, a sack on an outside rush yesterday. You know, it didn't help that the pocket kind of collapsed in the middle, but um, he got beat. You know, fairly quickly around the edge. So I don't know. He's been you know a minor disappointment. This year, I thought going in, I would have bet on him to be the um, the guy who would be the left tackle. I would have bet on him to be the right tackle and Tom moving inside in camp, although it was really close, uh, going in. And then, you know, I would have bet on Nyman being the left tackle and not Walker 
Uh, but, you know, if, if you told me before camp something was going to happen to Bakhtiari. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, I, you know, pretty pretty clear this will be it for uh, for Nyman with the Packers. You know, he's a free agent after this season. So now you move forward. you got two really tough games uh, on the horizon. And coming out of a win like this, like you said, there could have been another 14, 15 points on the board that – got left on the field via the Chargers. and so, But you don't apologize for it. You take the win and you move on. What are you yeah. looking for out of these next two contests? Uh, just, you know, playing good football. Um, you know, they're going to be underdogs in both, rightfully so. They'll, you know, pretty tough to pick them to win either of these games. Uh, but you're looking for improved play at Kansas City. It'll be interesting because that guy, Spagnola, he really likes to get after quarterbacks. So this will probably be the most that love has ever blitzed. And the Lions, you know, they just – they won the physic. They manhandled the Packers the last two times. So I'm really curious to see if uh, if the Packers respond to that at all and play a more – a better physical game both uh, on both lines. One of the things that I concentrated on uh, specifically, I tried to pay more attention to. I shouldn't say concentrate on <coughs> – excuse me, but that was Quay Walker. And I thought Quay Walker, on three specific occasions when I did focus on him – he had once he had a, twice he had a guard once he had the center come after him and he was actually able to shed shed those blocks and, and it, do you see the growth out of Quay Walker that uh, maybe wasn't simply there last year? Yeah, you know I I didn't uh, zero in on him. I don't know if I did at all yesterday except for when he spied a couple times near the end. Um, and I haven't rewatched the game yet. In fact, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to do that. So I'll that's something to keep an eye on. But he does seem like a guy who's who's getting better and. You know, they need they need him. If they want to be a good defense, you know, not just this year, but in the next couple of years, they need him to be a really good player. They need him to – that curve to really be, be pointing up uh, late this season and, and going into next year. Uh, I like uh, what the uh, defense is doing. I think Devontae Wyatt had a couple of moments yesterday. Kenny Clark is still staunch. Are you getting – Rashawn Gary obviously met at the quarterback with Preston Smith. Uh, it, by no stretch was it a great game, but are we starting to see a defense that, I mean, statistically they're starting to rise, they're getting near the top ten in some of these categories. Are we seeing a defense that's, even though they've, they've lost, which is so amazing, they lost Rudy Ford, they lost Jair Alexander, they've got, what, uh, Darnell Savage is on the IR, Eric Stokes was supposed to be there, and he's he's on the IR as well. They've just seen guy after guy after guy go down, and the defense seemingly is getting a little bit better. Are we seeing the growth of a defense? Maybe they played okay up front, you know. I you wondered if they were gonna, you know, blitz, do some blitzing on Herbert, just uh, you know, maybe get get a couple sacks or hits or hurries to help out the secondary, and they didn't. But those guys got just enough pressure, you know. They they did okay. The one thing I was thinking about this, actually, actually driving home from the game last night after I was done working, you know, they kind of caught a break with the Chargers here because the Chargers have Herbert. He's a really talented, good quarterback. They're going to make use of that guy. They're going to throw the ball. And Kellen Moore does not like to run the ball. I mean, right? McCarthy ran him out of Dallas because he wouldn't run it mm -hmm. enough. Right. Um, so they didn't – this circumstance was set up for a team that wasn't going to just hammer the ball at them play after play after play. Pittsburgh was a really physical team. These guys aren't, weren't like that. So that, that helped them some. But they did play the run. They went with some six-man defensive lines. You know, Barry did some things that he hadn't been doing this season with uh, alignments and personnel. So uh, he did adjust a little bit there, you know, with those nickel, it was nickel personnel, but he'd have six guys on the line. He did that uh, a couple times. Mm -hmm. 
Yesterday, Matt LaFleur said the defense bailed him out from the conservative play calling towards the end of that ball game. I thought, you know, for two drives, the defense came up with a negative four yards uh, when, in essence, you know, everybody kind of waited for the, as I saw a tweet, you know, Twitter blow up saying, okay, here comes the Joe Barry typical give up the uh, last drive at the end of the game and you lose. Yesterday, they didn't do that. Now, granted, they had one drop and Robinson got behind the defense and had he caught it, he may still be running. But for the most part, when you come away with two drives, nine plays, negative four yards, that's not a bad day at the office. No, and it's a, that's a really good quarterback they played. I was stunned. I wasn't surprised at all that he ran. LaFleur ran those first two plays, make him burn those timeouts. But third and six, <coughs> excuse me, Bill, I'm starting to catch a cold here. Third and six, he, uh, I was I was sure he was going to, you know, first, first down, game's over. You don't get it. You're giving Herbert, you know, almost a minute and a half. Right. To, to tie you or beat you. That was way too much time to give him. I was stunned that uh, LaFleur didn't throw it there. Now it sounds like he wanted to get to look at what they showed and if what they showed didn't work with the run to call timeout. But that is putting too much on a first-year starting quarterback. LaFleur should have popped the timeout or just called something different. Um, that was a shocker. And But the defense bailed him out. So, uh you know, lesson learned, you would think, for him without having to pay the price of uh, losing a game because of it. Uh, we talked about what you want to see moving forward. What happens if they just get dump-trucked again by the Lions, get beat really handily by the uh, by the Chiefs? Is that just what we expect, or is that a regression? Is that something that you take a look and say, okay, we still don't know specifically what it is we have? How do you look at the next couple of games? I'd look at it as um, a regression. Um, you know, they've they've been on the uptick for the – three or four weeks here. So, um, you know, even if they lose, you would expect them to play some good football, you know, and the, their offense is looking like a, you know, solid NFL offense. Now you would think that would, uh, you would look for that to continue, you know, beating Mahomes is tough and the Lions are a really good team and that's a tough place to play. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure I'll pick them to lose both those games, but that doesn't mean that they have to look bad, doing it so uh, yeah if they get if they get trucked this week I mean you know that's a that's a step back I mean it does happen in the league you know the Lions got blown out a few weeks ago um but you know with the way that arrow's been pointing for these guys I would look for them to be you know at least uh, competitive in this one and and you know play a pretty decent game Pete always a pleasure man I certainly appreciate it have a great Thanksgiving and uh, we will talk again real soon okay all right sounds good uh Bill and happy Thanksgiving to you too you too, pal. Talk to you soon. Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press-Gazette. And when I say happy Thanksgiving, it's whatever you can have over in Detroit. <laughs> because that's where everybody's going to be heading, heading over to Detroit. Everybody's got to work on Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. So kind of a kind of a holiday-filled uh, season this year for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And uh, don't forget, we're about to 25 minutes away. Mike Clement's going to join us as well. More of the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or 
or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11 Yeah, the Dreamers disease as a group of Packers fans hoping for the best. Hoping for the best. Nothing wrong with that. 877-867-1670. Uh, hit us up. Would love to uh, hear from you. This one is from uh, Scott listening uh, in Apron or Arpen. Arpen. I'm sorry. Apron. Yeah. Arpen. Got dyslexia there for a minute. Uh, he and I agree with Jeffrey. Uh, just enjoy the win. I was at the game and it was loud. It was exciting. Most of the fans stayed until the, until the very end. I had a great time. Do you think if the defense plays good as it did yesterday with a lot of young players, does LaFleur keep Barry next year? Let's see how the defense plays over the next couple of games. I still think philosophically speaking that there are times, and Matt LaFleur has defended him, but there are times when you look at it and go, you know, this just doesn't look right. You know, and if you fans can see it, we can see it, then it's not right. But if this thing continues to climb, as it has in a lot of different statistical categories, I yeah, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility. You know, it's not something that everybody wants to see, I guess, right? But, you know, you look at the Green Bay Packers right now and – they are in yards per game average. They're averaging 327 yards per game. That's in the lower half of the league. Okay? When you look at the Packers in points per game, they are what? Uh, they're top 10. 20.2 points per game given up. San Francisco is the best at 15.7, followed by Kansas City at 15.9, and the Ravens at 16.1. Even the Lions are points per game. The Lions are further down there. Where are the Lions, by the way? Let's see here. Leave it in here. <laughs> oh, there they are. They're giving up 22.9 per game. They're just uh, a tick below Cincinnati, but they're in the bottom third. They're like 18th. When it comes to points per game, now rushing yards per game, the Packers are still down there. They're ranked, what, 25th? No, no, they're 27th. 28th. 28th in the National Football League after yesterday. Still down there in yards per game. When it comes to rushing yards per game, now passing yards per game, they're top 10. They're 8th. Seventh, uh, 193.2 uh, yards per game is what they're giving up. They're seventh in the National Football League. So in some of these categories, now I, I, I'm i not getting too deep into all of this, 
But in some of these categories, they have grown exponentially. When you're near the top 10 in points per game, you're still down there in yards, which goes back to the indication of you're kind of the bend but don't break at times, or you're starting to get a turnover, or you know, you're, uh, you know, you're getting tight in the red zone. The red zone defense continues to tighten, and you're holding them to field goals rather than – because that was a victory yesterday. When, you know, when you go back, uh, it was third and two, and they ended up with the 37-yarder and then it, 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 and, and the, the catch and run. And then just after that, the defense is back on the field, and they allowed them to go right down the field, but they held them to a field goal. And I thought that was it was kind of a moment for the Packers. When you look at the drive chart yesterday for the uh, Chargers, they go to 12 plays, 79 yards right away, and they ended up holding them to a field goal. Three first downs they gave up and held them out. Now, the, the next drive, six plays, 75 yards, a couple of first downs, and uh, they ended up putting it into the end zone. That was tough. But after that, it was a punt, end of the first half, then again, the Chargers ten play seventy one yards, hold them to a field goal. That was the that was a Keenan Allen drop too. Uh, then you've got the punt, a fumble. They gave up the eleven play touchdown drive, but after that they go three plays, negative ten yards on the penalty, six plays, only six yards, uh, nine yards via the penalty, and they give up a, in nine plays a total of minus four yards on punt and turn it over on downs to win the game. It's not a bad day. Like I said, it's not a bad day at the office. And the defense, I thought, played okay. It wasn't great, but I thought they played okay. You got you to gotta at least give them a little bit of credit. You can't just pound on them and pound on them, you know? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Another hour yet to go. Don't forget, coming up here in about, about 20 minutes, Mike Clemens is going to be joining us. We'll talk with Mike about what he took away from yesterday's contest. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.